we live? I think we're live. Are we recording? We are recording. Oh man, this Guys, is big. This is huge. Wait, this why is... is one of the microphones showing like more? Am I too close? Um, Let's see. Hello. Hello. I think those are just different levels. Like, uh-huh. I don't think one is one. Oh, microphone. oh, I see, I see, I see. I understand. I think like one is like I don't know audio, and one is something else, and other audio. Wait, the new Mac in the studio is, like, really pretty. It is really pretty. I have never wanted a desktop Mac more (laughs) in this moment. I know. My friend in high school, Marietta, had, like, this Mm. beautiful, gigantic desktop Mac, and she did, like, all of her homework there. We have one of those at home. Yeah. And it's in Felix's room. It was sick. so he kind of just took it over. My parents were like, like, hmm, wait. Hmm. But, yeah. Interesting. Mm. Well, we have a very special show today. Special guest. It's also really hot in the studio. It is warm in here. Are you cold? I have a little tank jacket. I mean, I can take off my. Do you want my? Wait, I was gonna say, do you want my sweater? But like that doesn't work. The other way around. The other way around, I believe. Anyways, welcome to Nutritional Yeast. We were not on air last week because of technical technical, Mac installation. Yes, not difficult. We were not canceled. You know, it's very misleading. Sorry, I meant like canceled. More like our show got canceled for the week, not yes. like our show got like canceled. Like we, peop- we us people, us people got canceled. Were not canceled. Yet. 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 <laughs> Every day I find out about like more people getting canceled, just yeah. like in general, like Same. in life. I'm just like, it's not that hard to be unproblematic. I know. I'm sure people are like listening to this right now and being like, <laughs> like Lisa should Lisa. be canceled. Yeah. She is so problematic. <laughs> I, I feel like people might maybe say that about me certain people maybe? you know i don't know sage is so toxic and problematic. sage is really really problematic that's why we're bringing her on it's like yeah. azalea banks like she's just chaotic <laughs> it's for the drama i hope in my life that i have a wikipedia controversy section as big as azalea banks is i i yeah it is incredible and just the range like here she's, we'll do a quick interlude right. before we get into questions but like the azalea banks wikipedia Azalea. Sources say I'm already there. True. Sources do say that. True. True. Uh, guest star Sage. That bitch is so no crazy. No longer technical consultant. Now guest Still technical star. consultant, I guess. And friend. Yeah. She's on the show. Like, she literally has a personal life disputes and controversy section. Oh, my gosh. Um, can I read you? Is there, like, a list of people? Oh, she used to have a list of people. Hey. hey? Oh, wait. Oh, my God. She like, <laughs> this is so bad. That August, she posted remarks about Swedes after performing in Sweden, writing, I would really love to see someone bomb the shit out of this place. What? She also posted a video of her, about like... Sweden? Yes! Why? And she also posted, she also used ethnic slurs against Irish people and mocks the great famines. Oh famine. So she's, like, very cancelled. Like, Azalea Banks is so cancelled. But 212, I believe that is a different alter ego that wrote that song because I love yeah. it so much I cannot let go. Yeah. Wow. I don't think anyone's ever said that about Sweden. Maybe. No, I don't think so. Like, who? No one's been like, yeah, let's bomb Sweden. <laughs> Yeesh. Um, I'm going to read you this other uh, right. quote. In December 2016, Banks posted a series of videos on Instagram uh, detailing her cleanup of a closet in her apartment where she claims to have been practicing witchcraft. <laughs> she admitted to practicing three years worth of brujeria. <laughs> Um, the video, yeah, the oh. video appeared to show dried blood, oh. feathers, and the corpses of dead chickens. Oh. Uh, in January 21, 2021, she received criticism after posting a video of her digging up and cooking her dead pet cat. She later said in an interview that she did not eat the cat and ex- exhumed it for taxidermizing purposes. Interesting. I didn't know this. I feel like I'm learning a lot. 
I'll have to do a, a deep dive later. Yeah, there's a lot about it. She's, like, fought with, like, Elon Musk, Lana Del Rey, like, anyone that you could think she of. It's like, oh, that's Russian. Oh. Um, For context, um, the new, like, the screensaver of the new Mac is just, like, hello in different languages in a really, like, fun 3D, like, poofy font. Yeah. So we are getting momentarily distracted yeah. every now and then. Yeah. When language we recognize. Yeah. Also, Jackson told, wanted to tell everyone to remember that Sweden arrested ASAP Rocky, so that's why Sweden should be canceled. Well, to be fair, ASAP Rocky did punch someone on the street. Free ASAP. My boy did nothing wrong. <laughs> He's freed. <laughs> yeah, do you remember? Objectively, Tr- Trump was, like, campaigning to free Rocky. Like, that was the hill he died on. Everyone in Sweden was, like, literally calm down. Like, Swedish prison is so ah, hello. Hello. That's English. That's English. <laughs> I think it's just, hello. <laughs> hello. hello. <laughs> yeah, no, but everyone was just, like, cal- like calm down. Like, you're in, like... Like a nice... Yeah, Swedish prison sounds nicer than, like, most homes in the United States. It's objectively nicer than, like, the dorms at Dartmouth. Yeah, really? Like... What's the food like out there? I think it's good. Should I get gourmet? I was gonna say, they would not chicken Monday you. Ikea meatballs Yeah, exactly. Do you think they would offer me, like, plant-based food if I were to go to prison? They would. Do they have... Would they give me sauce synap? Synap sauce? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. On the holidays. Do they have, like... I know, like... This is, like, a very random question, but, like, do they have... I'm assuming they obviously have, like, different levels of, like, prison with regards mm-hmm. to, like, severity of the crime. But do they have, like, white-collar prisons like we do in the U.S.? I or, don't know enough okay. about Swedish prisons. That's fair. That. Because I'm thinking, like, a lot of the, like, the, a lot of the big issues in the country are, like, privately run prisons. Yeah. And, like, you know, there's, like, the flip side of privately run prisons that, like, just have horrible, horrible condition, like, living right. conditions for people. Right. But then they're also privately run prisons specifically for white-collar crimes. Yeah. Where it's, like, Martha Stewart went for three years. Right. Like, what a great time, like, with the ladies playing tennis. Spy, like, you know. Yeah, exactly. So I'm wondering, like... I don't know that, actually. I don't really know I'm assuming there wouldn't much. be private prisons in Sweden. Uh, I don't know. Hmm. Something to look into. It is, yeah. For next show, we'll uh, come back with, with an answer. With an answer. This one is so slow. What is this one? <laughs> It didn't, oh. did, did we all take oh. our Ritalin today? What does this say? <laughs> hello. Hello. Oh, hello. 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 Maybe. Well, how do you read that? It's a hello. Excellent with an accent on the O. Excellent on the O. This is really bad for us. Yeah, I'm gonna need to you turn off. <laughs> this is really distracting. This is so bad. I like literally can't look at this. Okay. No. How do you turn this off? Anyways. So, um, Sage, do you want to introduce yourself? Um, yes. Well, what, Karen, how, why don't how, you lean in? How should I introduce in. myself to, well, just like, to the crowd? Tell us about yourself. Okay. Tell us about your role on the show. My you want to get in. Oh, yes. Get okay. I, I'm it. Sage. I am a 22. Yeah. <laughs> I have sheer pronouns. Yeah. I'm from Long Island, New York. Yeah. Um, I am Tell us t- a fun fact. A fun fact. Um, this is a boring fun fact, but we all know this. But for those who didn't know, in fifth grade, I did an unstruck dance routine to Boom Boom Pow with the Black Eyed Peas for my talent show. It was very important. Mm-hmm. Very, yeah. Um, at one point, she took it's out a second important. nunchuck. There was two she nunchucks. Had two nunchucks. Um, yes, I'm the technical consultant, meaning that I lived with Lisa, Lisa and Olivia while they did their radio show, and I sat in the other room and said, "We can hear it. It sounds great." <laughs> or and that was being a, too quiet. It's a really important job. I did think of the theme cars one time. You did think of yeah. that theme. That was the time that Lisa's cat ran away. I yes. Think. Well, which time? He runs away all the time. Well, the time where, <laughs> in the middle of the show, he jumped out the window. Oh, yeah. That was so crazy. That was his first time I discovering saved Mishka. Mishka. <laughs> that was crazy. I saved Mishka, Mishka so the show could go on. Yeah. You did. Yeah, you did. that was technical consulting. I that was. Speaking yes. of consulting. Um, no, I'm kidding. No. Um, this is a safe space from that. Yeah, so this week, uh, Sage is also pre-med. Um, I am no longer pre-med, but... Um, Are you not pre-med anymore? I, like, finished the pre-med requirements, 
outside of yeah. physics, which, like, if I need to do, I'll do post-bac, but, like, yeah. I'm done with everything that I would need to do for pre-med. Okay. I just, like, don't, like, when I say I'm not pre-med, I, like, don't intend to apply to medical school That's in like, the near future. valid. Is, like... Congrats. What, yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. I feel like a weight has been lifted. Now I'm gonna do not technical consulting, but healthcare <laughs> consulting. Oh, yeah, no. Close enough. Close enough. But, um... So Riveting. Sage is pre-med, still pre-med. Um, Sage recently revamped her biochem grade. Yes, oh, girl boss behavior. Through a, through a Ritalin prescription. Yes. <laughs> um, much needed now. Much needed Ritalin the median and not failing the class. Let's yeah. go. That's huge. That's huge. I would love to know. I wish they, like, gave us, like, just a sidebar. Like, in classes where there's such an intense curve, I wish they, like, did a little curve, like, after every test, just mm-hmm. so we would know what the fuck was up. Yeah. Like, I, like, am sitting here. I'm like, I have, like, a an 81 right now like what is that gonna curve to like mean? i have no idea no the econ department does this i just learned it really the econ department gives you a curve after every exam they give them like a diagram with like all of the like the high points Whoa. in the class like each percentile and like what that will equate to Whoa. and they do that it like test one and like test one two combined and then test one two and three that's econ people that's yeah econ people. <laughs> damn wait why don't we have that we're like literally sitting in the dark. Like we have no idea what our like we know what our grades are. But right. We don't really don't know really what our grades are because there's are. so much of a curve. That's like so no, yeah. George Eric Shaler was like, "Don't worry, your grade is median. Median has a large range." And I was like, "What does that mean?" Yeah, what like does that, that doesn't. <laughs> as someone who just what is in the middle mean? of taking Soci Ten, I don't think that's a correct <laughs> statement. A median can't have a range. I don't think that can have a range either. That's not true. I'm confused. <laughs> oh, bonjour. Bonjour. um interesting yeah that's wrong that is wrong that's not right but that's the thing like i remember when i was taking orgo too in the winter and i literally was like oh man i got a 36 (laughs) i hope that's a b (laughs) that's crazy it was just the craziest thing because everyone was getting like 30s and 40s and so Mm -hmm. i was like okay like i think i have a b in this class but honestly like was just so off base that i had no idea and i was like sitting there with my like (laughs) i cried tears of joy when i got like a 50 do you remember i was like oh that was exciting that was was a huge day i was like what is this like an a plus we literally we were like dancing (laughs) yeah it was insane oh my god i actually don't think i've ever been in a curved class yeah at dartmouth that is nice whoa it is nice but in also classes like cs10 and like a curve would have been nice on that one oh they don't curve that i don't think they did that sucks yeah yeah, I don't know. So all you have to, all, all that is to say is that, like, people should be more like the econ department. Never thought no. I would say that. Just in, with maybe, regards to that one yeah. little thing, maybe. Maybe. But that actually reminds me I need to email my soci professor and ask her what my grade is for the previous exam. Apparently it's just one professor. Oh, never mind. <laughs> just one professor. So everyone should take advice from that one professor. Yes. Um, okay. <clears throat> yeah. So the theme this week, because Sage is pre-med, um, <laughs> is Sage's... Oh my god, that's Russian, that's Privyat. Anyway. That happened already? <laughs> oh, did it? Sorry, I didn't notice it. No, you did, you did, you did. You said it. Okay, I'm sorry. My really Thank God it's recorded. recorded. Oh man, we're gonna have to go back and listen to it. <laughs> yeah, we will. Okay, so basically the theme this week is Love Doctor, which is where Sage, as a pre-med, and me, as a resident expert of sort of being pre-med, um... And, and Olivia. I'm here too. <laughs> Olivia's a design thinker. Yeah, I am a design thinker. Cognitive science. science. Yeah, cognitive science. science. Yeah. Behavioral psychology. Yeah, behavioral psychology has a lot to do with I worked love. on a dating app. Yeah, exactly. That you is, are an Okay, expert. Olivia might be the most qualified here. Yeah. Um, we are here objectively, to answer. you guys are way more qualified than I am. All of your personal dating questions or love questions. Um, um, to, to put it out there, both Lisa and Sage are in relationships and have also been in past relationships. 
and I have not done any of those But things. you know what? You give an important perspective with regards to, like, I feel like you know so much about, like, the ins and outs of, like, hookup culture and things like that. Which, like, I can <laughs> see. Like no, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but, like, I feel like my True. experience at Dartmouth was, like, it was, like, very, like, my first two years at Dartmouth were very, mm -hmm. very educational with regards to the nuances of hookup yeah, culture because yeah. I had, like, only do, been in a relationship in high school and that was really new to me. I'm really good at getting people to ask me out on first dates mm -hmm. at nice dinners. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's a skill, I guess. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, so, uh, ahoy. 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 With a J. Ahoy. What language is that? I don't know. I'm going to pronounce it with a Y. Like yeah, in, ahoy. Like in, yeah. That's probably correct. Um. Anyways. So, yeah, I will offer you, I will offer you some questions. Um, Did you get a lot of questions? I got a fair amount of questions. Okay. I also got the questions from last week, so That's we can good. answer That's those good. first. All right. Um, let me pull them up on my Instagram archive. I, like, figured out how to do this today. Mm hmm technical consulting yeah um do, do, do. sage isn't pulling her weight i know well we passed the need <laughs> <laughs> you're just here as a friend you're just here as a friend a friend of house friend oh yeah exactly okay uh do, 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 do. got okay um jackson asked how to hit a golf ball very very far that's not a love question um no. ask my father, Jordan Gitlin. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's really good demo. at golf. He did. Okay. Well, he's in the ER. Exactly. Exactly. Um, okay, someone asked, how to unbecome a fuckboy? Okay, I think I can speak to that one. Okay. Um, I am addicted to manipulating people, but I've hung up my hat and I have softened my ways. I think, like, a big thing is, like, you need to, like, this sounds so bad, but, like, you need to see people as equals to you. Like, I think a lot of times, like, I was very, maybe because I was, like, seeing older people, mm. but I had, like, this big thing of, like, I need to have the control in the relationship, because I think in the past, I'd gotten hurt by people having the control, like, over me, whereas, like, like thinking about, like, my ex-boyfriend for, like, a very long time, like, I would be at his back and call, where, like, he would be like, okay, I want to talk to you now, and I'd be like, okay, and then he'd be like, no, I can't, I need space, and I'd be like, okay, and so I think that experience really, like, pushed me into like the closest I've ever gone to like a fuckboy era. I don't think I've ever been in like a fuckboy era, but like I think that experience made me want to be the person on the other end, to be like the one that was calling the shots. And I think like that to me is very fuckboy-esque with regards to like, oh, like I want you when I want you and I don't want you and I don't want you and I expect you to be like, I, I expect to be like negotiating the power dynamic. And I think like for me to like reset from that, it took like, it took like both like empathy with regards to like thinking about like what it felt like to be on the other end of it and also just like a genuine desire to like see your partner as an equal because i think like a big issue with like fuckboyism is like you never like you don't see your partner as an equal like i don't know maybe that's just my take but i'm thinking about like my like experiences with fuckboys where like he was i was like seeing this guy and he was really great and super fun when we were one-on-one -on -one, but then he was embarrassed to be seen with me in public mm -hmm. like that is very much clearly like not respecting me and not like viewing me on the same playing ground that he was yeah and i think like once you start like respecting <laughs> your partner that's sort of like where you can get yourself out of that mindset that'd be my take i think i have a similar but also opposite take mm -hmm. where i have the opposite experience where i I don't like to be the one that has all the power. Mm -hmm. And I think, like, I've had a lot of experiences where I have had the power and, like, guys have been, like, very into me and, like, mm -hmm. I've kind of been able to call the shots. Yeah. But in those situations, I'm kind of, like, I don't know, I feel like I, I don't know, can do better. Yeah. And then I get, like, frustrated that, like, this person wants to hang out with me and, like, <laughs> expects that I'm going to, like, want to hang out with them when I'm, like... 
like who you think you are a little yeah. bit um and I feel like I, I I don't know I need someone who like I feel yeah I guess either equal to or like has some sort of like clout or um interesting yeah um I don't know and so I feel like that also is kind of the opposite, but, like, having someone that you feel isn't equal to you, yeah. you, like, respect them. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it's kind of a give and take of, like, you're not the one calling all the shots, but yeah. they're also not calling all the shots. Yeah. I mean, I so, think it's the same conclusion. You need to respect yeah. your partner, whether yeah. you're on the upper end or the lower end Definitely. of the hierarchy. Like, how you, like, negotiate that. Yeah. Um, Sage, thoughts? <laughs> I feel like I never really had a, a, a fuckboy fuck phase. phase. Yeah. If we, if we look back at my history. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, but I think you made a good point about often, like, being with people who are older than you. Yeah. And I think for me, up until this summer, when there was no one left at the school who was older <laughs> than me, no, they were all younger. So but up until then, the majority of the people that I would, like, go out with or hook up with would all be, like, seniors. Yeah. Or at least, like, the year above me. Yeah. And so I think that automatically, like... I don't know, like, put me in a place where I was used to having a power dynamic where I was not the one in power, mm-hmm. and so then when all of a sudden, like, I kind of felt like I was in the position of power, I was like, this is really weird, and, like, I don't know, it felt, like, off. Yeah, and no, so that's think, super fair. Like, I've since, and I've kind of been in the process of, like, relearning, like, what, you know, a healthy situation is like, yeah. where, like, I, the person you're with should maybe not have all of that power <laughs> over yeah. you. So, yeah, that's, it's interesting. Dartmouth X is so real. Dartmouth X is so real. It's so dangerous. Mm -hmm. Um, The number of senior boys who would, like, prey on us. Yeah. And at the time, you're like, this is so fun. This is so fun. I feel so desired in the GDX basement. Me too. All of the senior boys were were really (laughs) preying on me. Yeah. Really predatory. Mm -hmm. Damn. Um, Good question, though. Yeah, that is a good question. Um, Okay, I have one. Um, I feel like I can cite, because this isn't, like, a personal one, but Annie Politi asked... Um, if one of the if one of like the love languages like the five love languages makes you really uncomfortable, does that mean that it's your love language because it means so much to you? Like for example, if you get uncomfortable with people giving you gifts because you feel bad, like oh you shouldn't have done that, like does that actually mean that it means a lot to you and is actually your love language? That's a good question. I know I've been thinking about this since like last week. I had yeah an experience where someone was being like a little overly like touchy, touchy yeah, and it made me uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And they weren't doing it in like a I don't know. It wasn't, like, creepy, but yeah. it was just, like, unexpected and, like, yeah. made me feel a little weird. Yeah. And I was thinking about that, too, where it's, like, if it had been someone that I was into and they were yeah. doing that, I probably would have been, like, thrilled. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know. Hmm. Or it maybe just means that you're not into that person who was yeah. doing that. I think, like, I think the gift-giving one is, like, a, like diff- almost different. Yeah. In the sense that, like, I just feel bad when people get me things in general. I'm, like, no, right. stop. Like, yeah. Because then also, like feels like maybe you owe them yeah like I don't know as someone whose like love language is gift giving like mm-hmm. I feel like I like would I love gifts but like even like as someone who like admits that love language like, my love language is gift giving like I still sometimes feel uncomfortable receiving yeah. gifts yeah that reminds me of um this is such a deep cut yeah but like early early like sixth grade that is such <laughs> a deep cut <laughs> really deep cut but there was this boy who was like really really into me like yeah. had a huge crush on me it was like 
a little weird. Yeah. And he, like, bought me a necklace. Oh, whoa. In sixth grade? In sixth Where'd he get the cash? I don't know. But he, like, gave me this necklace. And I was, like, really uncomfortable because I was like, what, like, what do I do with, with this? Like, do you wear it? You guys weren't, no. like, dating, right? No, I was not interested in him at all. I think I'm blocked by Oh, no, we're taking sorry. A we're taking a little studio <laughs> Hold on. Sorry. Okay, got it. Anyways. I don't, I, I think I, like, had it in the back of my desk yeah. for, like, several, like, a while. And then I eventually asked for it back and gave it to a different girl. Damn. But I was just like, what do I do with this gift that I really don't want? Yeah. Also, we have so many questions, you, so we got to okay. yeah. Do you yeah. think that is your love language gifts? No. Okay. Definitely not. Because I feel like I have a weird take on this question, because I think, like, I was talking about love languages the other day, and I think mine are quality time and physical touch. Mm-hmm. And, like... I feel like my physical touch one is very convoluted because, like, yeah. in my past, I feel like I have, like, experienced the trope of, like, when I was with, like, a bunch of girls and everyone would, like, touch <laughs> each other and I would, like, sit uh, like this because mm. I didn't know. Like, I felt like it was weird if I, like, mm-hmm. sat next to someone. I don't know if that's me, like, rejecting my love language or it was just, like, a yeah. response. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I think the physical touch one and the gift ones are kind of two outliers, weirdly yeah. enough, because physical touch is, like, something that is very, like distinct like yeah also if it's like that brings into the like question like consent because like physical touch is like inherently violating some sort of boundary right whereas like quality time doesn't you know what I mean right yeah I hate getting picked up I literally would rather die than someone pick me up oh yeah and that comes from like deep set insecurities so that is just like oh oh yeah, I hate. We've to get talked about up, this. And that has nothing to do with like it's, physical it's touch. Just yeah, really. and one time someone forced, forcibly was like, "I am going to carry you like in a piggyback ride all yeah. the way from like <laughs> Frat Row to Mass no, no, to college." No, and no, I literally no, 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 no. I would weep. I have, okay, I am just afraid of heights. So yeah. I don't like to. <laughs> <laughs> True. Okay, we have a lot of questions. So me and Nelson asked a couple. So I'll throw them all out there, and we can pick and choose. Um, what is the thought behind watching the Instagram story or liking the photo of someone you ghosted? Someone you ghosted? I can speak to this. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I I think it's just interesting to see what they're up to. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like if, like, you've had, like, an interaction with someone, it's still kind of interesting to see how they're doing. And I think that, like, for me, maybe, I don't feel like, I feel like I don't fully ghost people. Yeah. But I definitely, like, do the slow fade out. Mm Mm-hmm. And then... Girl, that's ghosting. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, I kind of, like, drop hints along the way, and then it's kind of more of a mutual... Okay, understood. Where they, like, get the hint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like it's still kind of... Like, you still, like, have an interest in the person, Mm because, like, you had an experience with them. You're kind of like, oh, what are they up to? Yeah. Um, And also, like, for me, sometimes I'm kind of like, hmm, I wonder, like, what could have been if I hadn't done that. Yeah. So, yeah. That's fair. Also, I feel like there's a difference between, like, watching something and liking something, yeah. Yeah. which is which is stupid, but... Yeah. No, definitely. Like, because I want to see, like, what other people are up to, and I, like, have mm-hmm. to watch it, but, like, you don't have to necessarily, like, like interact. It. I yeah. think liking is, like, a more deliberate. Like, yeah. I would read yeah. into the like for sure. Yeah. Yeah, oh, definitely. Maybe that's just, like, being crazy. I saw no. this TikTok one time that was, like, I stalk everyone. Like, I stalk my ex-boyfriend's new girlfriend's brother's dog. Like, yes. I am so in it. And I was, like, that's yes. so true. I just want to know what people are up to. Yeah, I'm just curious, I yeah. think. Um, okay, is it possible to be a woman who doesn't want children to marry a man? Wait. Is it possible, like, as a woman who doesn't want children to marry a man? 
Yeah. Or do you feel like, oh, I guess what I, I kind of get, like, do you, like, I don't know, like, I kind of get, I think I get where this question is going with regards to, like, do you think that, like, entering into, like, a heteronormative marriage, like, will there always be that implicit pressure on you? I think it depends on the man. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I think, I'm sure there are men out there who don't want kids, yeah. but want to be married. Yeah. I feel, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I think it's it's obviously easier in, like, a same-sex relationship, yeah. one, because it's, like, <laughs> no, the accident, yeah. no accidental yeah. baby. Yeah. Um, no accidental baby. But, like, also, once you've, like, surpassed the norms of, like, a heteronormative mm-hmm. nuclear family mm-hmm. in one way, it's easier to do it in another way. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's impossible. No. I think it's probably more of, like, external pressure for people being like, why aren't you having kids? But, I don't know. Interesting. I feel like that one's a little bit outside of our range of expertise. Anyway, more questions? Um, one sec. Sorry, I'm just I'm trying to, like, be informal. Um, what would a... Right ge- yeah, exactly. I'm sorry, they're, like, blowing up my phone. Um, so popular. Um, what would a genuine love politic look like? That seems like something that Bell Hooks could address. Um, I think, like, with that, I will read... I think if you're interested in love politic, you should read all about love by Bell Hooks. It's an I incredible book. I think you've read this on the show before. Have I? <laughs> I'm going to read a brief. Basically, <laughs> a politic of love is about, like, like we as a society have, like, we, like, like, we as a society, like, have, like, rejected and, like, denigrated and, like, cheapened love and, like, like, a, like, an, like, an integrated, like, loving approach to, like, life very much, like, has to do with, like, connection and I think, like, like, she this book is incredible but like she kind of writes about like american culture and like societal and gender roles and like how we as a society need to like retrain ourselves to give and receive like true love and she like outlines love as like an integral part of cultural training and she like talks about these like main aspects of love that i'll read out loud and like leave that to think leave that for you to think on Mm -hmm. um that the aspects that she outlines as like integral to what like true love would look like and i also think like these would be elements that would inform like a love politic Mm -hmm. um affection respect recognition commitment trust and care and communication so i think like all of those pieces would come together like to form some sort of like praxis of like love Mm -hmm. um but the whole book deals with like questions of praxis and questions of like how do we like be like how can we use love to like inform our lives both as like like with interpersonal relationships and like political relationships and like she very much argues that it's like been it's like a value or like a a, love is like an active verb Mm. rather than like a passive noun Mm. um and like love as a verb has been like abandoned culturally and like politically and like that's something that like we as a society need to return to like we're at large great book anyway any thoughts on practice of love and love politic no. Okay. <laughs> I think you said it best. You, okay, you, okay. Yeah, you summed it up. Um, what are some hot takes or advice that your therapist won't tell you or wouldn't approve? <laughs> I don't have a therapist. <laughs> what are some hot takes <laughs> or what are some hot, right <laughs> what are some hot takes that you would tell a therapist and the therapist would be like, mm, mm. I don't know about that. <laughs> um, oh, man. I think, like, I have this like insane desire to like this is like just an issue in my life like writ large when it comes mm-hmm. to like the way I live my life and my therapist is like always on my ass about this but she's like you need to stop like setting expectations for yourself with mm-hmm. regards to like you think so much in the future and like you have like this like 
predetermined like script that you have written for your life like and you like obviously it's very hard to like not have expectations because like naturally that's like how you live you like like, live live with looking forward to things but Mm -hmm. like what like gets you frustrated is like when like those expectations are not matched by reality and like your anxiety then comes from the fear that those expectations won't match reality Mm -hmm. and like when you're living your life Mm -hmm. in this state of like constant looking forwardness and like anxiety towards looking forwardness like Mm -hmm. you do not like appreciate like what you have or like appreciate the potentiality of like multiple possible realities do you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and like I feel like I like that can be applied to like many things but also relationships I think like you can kind of like I'm always like coming in and I'm like I was just like really looking forward to like like going on this like thing and like I had to like do homework and it wasn't fun and I was just feeling stressed about it and like I just didn't enjoy it and she's like okay so you didn't enjoy it like okay yeah. that's okay like it's fine but like I come in I feel like oftentimes like I will have just like premeditated like plans for how things are supposed to go like the most obvious one is like I was supposed to study abroad and like fall in love with a beautiful Italian man and like mm-hmm. you know what I mean like yeah and that didn't happen yeah. like so what like you have to move on yeah. so I feel like that is like both me telling my therapist and my therapist response to me mm-hmm. um I don't know if that answers the question do you have any, like, hot takes that you would be, like, embarrassed to tell a therapist? Like, deeply, like, troubling behaviors that you have in love? Yes. I don't know if I want to share that to our 18 <laughs> listeners. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whoever you may be. Whoever, Whoever you, you may are, be. Um, I do have hot takes. Mm. I think those will stay between those the three of us. Those will stay in your us. heart. Yeah. Understood. Any thoughts, Sage? if I have any hot takes I feel like my like only like past therapy no 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 was me being like it's okay I will just hold in my feelings until the end of this year Mm -hmm. and then it will be okay Mm -hmm. and she said no 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 that won't work (laughs) and then she was right so (laughs) (laughs) she was correct she's amazing she's amazing she's amazing that's why I still go to her yeah obviously obviously I guess I don't know if this is a hot take I think it's just, like, something that I, like, believe to be true about myself mm-hmm. or that I, like, worry to be true about myself mm-hmm. is that I can – I'm worried that I will never be able to be, like, in a long-term successful relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, I worry that I'll never be able to, like, be married and then actually be fully content and mm-hmm. happy in that because I know that I, like, don't allow myself to do that and I also get bored easily. Yeah. And so I think I have a very, like, deep-set fear that, like, I – I'm not going to have a happy long-term love life. Yeah. I mean, that's super fair. I think, like, if I can therapize you for a second... Please. I think you have to remember that, like, marriage, as is relationships, as is anything else, is, like, an evolving institution. Mm -hmm. So, like, I also, as someone with ADHD, can get, like, very, like, flighty. Mm -hmm. And I think, like, something that, like, helps me think about it is, like, it's very much, like, you are not, like, making one commitment. Like, it is Mm -hmm. an ever-evolving and ever-changing, like, dynamic series of commitments that you, like reaffirm at various points and like change at various points so I think if you think like even if you think about it like being like with one partner can take on like many different like iterations and like Mm -hmm. manifestations like throughout your life and so I think like thinking about marriage or like just like writ large relationships as like Mm -hmm. a dynamic institution can help you kind of like quell like the flightiness when you think about like because you as a person are always changing Mm -hmm. and your partner is always changing right and so when you think about both you and your partner and changing that inherently your relationship will always change so when you think about it it's all just different stages of flux and like maybe that is like and like negotiating that can bring on like new challenges and new like expectations and like it's always like a change like a changing novel dynamic process and like that is not boring Mm -hmm. right yeah 
I mean, it's the same thing with, like, friendships. Like, you've been yeah. friends with people for a very long time, and, like, if it's a good friendship, like, it is, it takes on many different lives throughout mm-hmm. its, like, lifetime. Yeah. I yeah. think that's a really good point. Thank you. Happy to help. Thank you. Happy to help. Yeah. This is the love advice we need. Yeah. I, like, I don't know. That's something I think about, because, like, yeah. thinking about, like, my friendship with, like, a very close friend of mine since, like, seventh grade. Like, mm-hmm. we have lived a thousand lifetimes in that friendship, and, yeah. like, that is not something that I've ever been, like, oh, I'm bored of being friends with this person. Yeah. Obviously, like, relationships are different because they require a lot more, like, time input than, like, right. my, like, friendship with, like, a long-distance friend. Yeah. But, like, the dynamic is there. Yeah, I, think. No, I think you make a good point. Yeah. But I get the commitment phobia. I think that's, like... <laughs> you know. Um, I've got a long one, oh. I think. I'm going to read this out loud. Okay. In theory, uh, this is from a friend. In okay. theory, there's a guy that I like who was in a lab with me and then asked me to a concert week one and then I immediately friend zoned him and then I changed my mind and I asked him out week five. And now we played call his pool ski ball twice cool. and like wandered around a little bit and like studied together. But what does one do after that if I actually like him? And I think he feels the same and I don't just want to hook up. And theoretically, this man is a Sayu pledge. <gasps> um... Yeah, yes. Um, oops, sorry. <laughs> um, and we can't get a meal because he has to eat in the frat for the rest oh. of the term. And I'm not sure about, like, what to do. So, like, here's this thing where, like, you've got kind of, like, a situation going and you like the person. Hmm. And you don't really know where to go from there. Because you've, like, hung out a couple times and you think you like him and he likes you, but you don't really know where to go. The, I was, because I was going to recommend getting dinner. So the, <laughs> But they but can't think, do that. Damn. I, I feel like there um, are activities that are so oh. much more fun. Yeah. That, like, could actually be yeah. more excited than getting a meal. Mm-hmm. I, like, don't really enjoy getting meals or, like, going on dinner dates. Like, they're yeah. fine, but mm-hmm. I feel yeah, like you're they're, a trapped. there's, yeah. like, so many better things to do around here. Yeah. I also think, like, asking someone out on a date that's not a meal can kind of almost, in a way, like, show that you're really interested yeah. in them, especially because, like, meal culture at Dartmouth is so real. Yeah. Where, like, if you're, like, hey, like, why don't we, like, drive to Woodstock yeah. and go, like, walk around town. Go like, to that, the Monshire Museum. Go to the Monshire Museum. That was a date I did. Like, Asking someone yeah. on, like, more of a deliberate date, like, right. makes it show that you're I interested. think also, though, that, like, given that they've already kind of hung out in yeah. these, like, intentional ways, like, taking the next step and doing something that, like, is more obviously, like, datey. Yeah. And so, I don't know, I feel like even having, like, like a wine and cheese night or something. Ooh, like, hello. having a little charcuterie yeah. board or, like, you could, I like, mean, drinks are always, like, yeah. an easy way. I don't know if you want to do something like different. You could like walk to the Velvet Rock Shelter, which is like a mile away. <laughs> Wait, right? And make a picnic. And you make a picnic. Yeah, I know. That's cute. That's cute. Knowing knowing the yeah. question asker, I feel like okay. they might be right. interested. That in could be it's cute. hard with the weather changing because I feel like that's true. But otherwise, you could do a hike. Yeah. True. That yeah. could be cute. Do some stargazing. Mm-hmm. A night. Um, Sage has been going on night hikes recently. Hikes. They're so fun. I've never been on a night hike. I think I would oh, slip and yeah. fall. Headlamp. Headlamp. I still scared. Still scared. I scared. Yeah. I think, be, like, be a little creative. Yeah. But do something that, like... Shows is, the intention behind. Right. Yeah. That isn't... That couldn't be, like, easily misconstrued as being just friends. Yeah. I think that's a good call. And I think, like, if you're reading the vibes right, then, yeah. like, he'll pick up that vibe and be like, oh, shit. Or if, like, you're not reading the vibes right, this is a really good litmus test of, like, yeah. if you go to this thing and it feels awkward, you're like, oh, shit, maybe we're not on the same page. Yeah. I also think, like... Something that, like, ugh, this sounds so cheesy, but, like, do not be afraid to, like, bring things up explicitly and be, mm. like... Because I think, like, it's, like, people can get mired in this, like, weird, ambiguous zone of, like, are we friends or not friends? And it yeah. causes so much, like, psychological torment when, like, it can very easily, like, conversations about, like, what your relationship with a person doesn't have to be, like, this huge deal. 
yeah. and can clear up a lot of like grievance. It's good to be explicit because sometimes good to be explicit. you think you're friends and then they don't think that and then things get messy. Right, exactly. Like I can think of so many instances where like I know like it, oftentimes this unfortunately happens in like One Direction where like mm. a girl will think that she's becoming friends with a guy and the guy will be like, I have feelings for you. And she's like, what? Yeah. Like where is this coming out of? Like that's coming out of nowhere. And like that, those kinds of miscommunications, obviously like not saying that that situation is the same, mm-hmm. but like those kinds of miscommunications can like just very easily be addressed and it doesn't have to be this like big thing where you like sit them down and it's like, right. I have to tell you something. Right. Like, there's a way to have that conversation and have it be organic and, like, mm. I don't know, like, I'm always the person that's just, like, fuck it, let's talk about it. And, like, yeah. obviously, I know it's, like, hard to do for some people, but you have to be ballsy about it. Yeah. I think also, like, you can even frame it in a way of, like, hey, like, let's do, like, a, like, a movie date mm-hmm. or, like, let's do, like, a drinks date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even, like, like, the verbiage. putting that label on it. That then be, invites the opportunity for the right. other person to say, Ooh, like, oh, shit, like, yeah, my bad. Yeah. Or, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. Yeah, but, also the earlier you do that and, like, set that expectation, mm-hmm. like, the better chance you have if that is not the vibe for it to just be like, oh, yeah. sorry, misunderstanding. Yeah. We can still well, be friends. Like, yeah. let's still right, be friends. Right. Exactly. You don't get in, like, too deep. Because so many times the situations are, like, read as irreparable and, like, sucks because, like, you still like the person and you're like, damn, wait. Right. <laughs> like, could have at least been friends. Yeah. But that is a good question. Um, that is a good question. I wish you all the best of luck. Yeah. Um, do, do, do. do you have questions, Liv? No. I didn't put questions I, on Any from last week. week or no? Oh, they're all joke bad. questions? Yeah, they're okay. joke questions. Um, okay. I have, an, I have a joke question for you. For um, me, specifically? No, just for okay. us. Uh, my girlfriend wants to break up for the re-release of Taylor's Red, but <laughs> I don't want to lose her. Do you think that she'll want to get back together after listening to the album, or will I lose her forever? Depends on how good that 10-minute all too well cut is. <laughs> You might lose her forever. Yeah, that's tough. That's that tough. Is tough. Um, ask that. Ask that. <laughs> Maybe ask for it to be like the, the breakup to be paused at minute five. Oh, well. but then what about the second half? What if the second half is even better? What if she has a second bridge? Oh my god. What if he calls her up again just to break her like a promise? Oh. So casually cruel in the name of being honest. Um, Anyways. Yeah, what if I'm a crumbled up piece of paper lying there? What if what I if? remember it all what too What if well? she leaves you for Carly Claus? Oh my god, so true. <laughs> she might. Taylor Swift is gay. Next question. Next question, that's it. Um, how do you differentiate romantic love from romantic like? Hmm. That's a really good question. That is a really good question. I'm going to leave that to you guys. Damn. As someone who has never been in romantic love. I don't know what romantic like means. Well, I, I like, do. I think I do. Okay, yeah. you go. Oh, I don't really... No, go for it. But I think that my answer is I don't I don't necessarily know, but... Yeah, I feel like I can define romantic like. I feel like that's just, like, being into someone romantically. Yeah. Well, like, romantic love is, like, having deeper feelings yeah. for them. Like, I don't know. I think, like... Okay, well, I can, at least, like, personally, there was a time, very briefly, where I thought that Jackson and Olivia were flirting at Sage's birthday party. We were not. You were. <laughs> not intentionally. It seemed as if, and so I think, like, put, being put in that kind of a situation where I was, like, a little tipsy and a little <laughs> upset, I think maybe... You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I think, like, that was the thing that was, like, like, I think romantic-like is when you're, like, when you're either thinking about it and like whatever and like and you realize that there's stakes there Mm. and then I think romantic love is when the stakes are raised 
Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, I very much, like, in that moment was, wasn't like, I love Jackson. It was more like, why are they flirting? Like, well, we weren't, but... <laughs> but I think at that moment, I was like, oh, shit, like, this person is important to me. Like, this, like, there is something happening that, like, I am upset about this. Why am I upset about this? It must mean that there, mm -hmm. I have some sort of stake in the game. Yeah. Um... For the record, I would never flirt. You were not flirting. I know. I <laughs> with know, I someone know. that Lisa was interested I know, in, I would I not know. do that. Um, I think like with regards to like romantic love, I mean, there's like so many different definitions of it. It's stupid, but like, just going back, going back to bell hooks. No, I'm kidding. Um, I think like it's very much okay. Like, I think of like love. Like this is my qualm about like the word love. Mm -hmm. And I think like when you when you agree, maybe people disagree with me, but this is my take. Uh, when you agree to say like, or when you decide to tell. A person that you love them like in a romantic love sense you are a la john locke entering a social contract mm. between you and that person and that contract which again like i mentioned can be negotiated and renegotiated is constantly dynamic when you agree to that contract you are agreeing to provide a certain level of commitment and care to that person and i think like that is truly what romantic love means in the sense that you are committing yourself to being like a person that your partner can whatever bell hook said but like trust to provide compassion to provide care to provide like like you agree to be an open communicator you agree to do xyz with them you agree to like honor their love languages and abide by them like i think it's very much like i hate to say like it's not transactional but i do think you like commit yourself to providing services for that person mm -hmm. and like a very like that's a very like <laughs> businessy way of putting it mm -hmm. and I think like that is different like you can like someone but you don't owe that person something until you yeah. tell them you love them yeah and that's why like I take that I personally take that word very seriously like I don't throw that around lightly um I know like people do but like to me like if I were to say that word and then I like weren't able to back that up with like my, my actions and my behavior mm -hmm. then like I don't think that's being in romantic love like I think being in romantic love means being willing and ready to commit yourself to you know, like, these, like, sets of, like, behavior guidelines and parameters. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Thoughts? <laughs> I don't know why, but when that question was first asked, I interpreted it as, like, like, friendship versus romance, which is no. not, like, what the question was. But that's still, like, let's get into that. But, like, that's a good question. Yeah. But that's what I was thinking let's about. Let's discuss. Because, like, I feel like I've had a lot of, like, very intense friendships in my life that, like, mm -hmm. were not, and maybe, like, romantic isn't, like, the word, but, like, maybe, like, romance and, like, the grandness of, like, an interaction with someone, but, like, that versus, like, a true, like, relationship relationship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I find those, like, interesting to balance and, like, what they, like, mean to me or what they have done to me or, like, my, like, feelings towards another person, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. That does, yeah. Tends, yeah. I don't know if I have much else to say on it, but I find them to be, like, compatible and, like, a weird divide between mm -hmm. them. No, totally. I think, yeah. like, well, that's also, like, the issue of, like, when you fall in love with a friend. Yeah. Is, like, where those boundaries get blurred, and that's why they're so hard to navigate. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Friends suck. But friends. I also have never, I have never loved anyone that I've not been friends with first. Really? Yeah. Like, all of my very serious, like, partner, like, 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 out of people that I've, like, dated and people that I've seen, like, the people that I've truly, like, loved, I've been friends with first. So, I don't Makes really sense. know. Maybe, like, that kind of, like, a friendship structure, like, helps you set up for, like, because, like, when you're a friend, like, thinking at least in, like, the framework that I have it, like, when you're a friend, you do behave with acts of service to your friend. Yeah. And I think, like, maybe that puts you in a position where you're, like, more readily able to see yourself taking on that mm -hmm. role. Like, I don't know. Hmm. But I've never loved anyone that I've not been friends with first. Interesting. Yeah. Um, Karis asks, how can I unfail Orgo? 
<laughs> uh, you were asking the wrong you asking person, wrong Karis. Girls. Wrong girl. Drop pre-med. Drop everything now. Drop it all. Meet me in the pouring rain. Uh, sorry, it's Mark Flash. You could take the advice of my wonderful, wonderful orgo professor. Who is now fired. Who is now <laughs> fired, <laughs> which is... For good reason. You failed an orgo test. You should drop pre-med because your one failure on one test in one class clearly means you are incapable of being a doctor. Yep. 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 Sounds it's about true. right. It's true. Sounds all right. Well, that's why you're rebranding as Love Doctor and yeah. not Medical Doctor. <laughs> Love Doctor Gitlin. Um, Sage Gitlin, LD. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Um, oh my gosh. Okay, I haven't asked about. Um, I haven't asked just about the gay lineage. Don't really oh, know man. what that means. <laughs> Who asked that one? <laughs> yeah. Um, is that like the gay web again? Uh, no, no. I think lineage. this is this oh. is like you being my mother, and then oh, I'm, the gay I'm the mother. I love you as the aunt. Yeah, it's um. You're your a grandmother, Lisa. How does it feel to be grandma? Oh, she, she asked me that question, or she didn't ask it as a question, but she um, also wrote. She put like, it as a statement that, "Love you, Lisa, Grandma Gay, Sage, Mom Gay, Olivia. I guess you're aunt Gay, aunt gay. <laughs> which I think makes sense. I think like, obviously, like again, this just goes into like, maybe this has to do with like just social norms or just like whatever. But I don't know. I feel like it's always good to have someone that you can like talk to about like issues like that and it's like very helpful to have like queer friends when you're going through your oh, own definitely. like queer process of self-discovery and like happy to mentor people yeah. like i don't know like just google the lesbian manifesto oh that's all gosh. i have to tell people like yeah. if you read it and it resonates with you i'm sorry you're gay that's it that's all that's like the diagnostic litmus test yeah because i read that and i was like nah like not a hundred percent like not all the way and that's when i was like damn yeah no i think also just like having queer friends is so important and I feel like becoming better friends with you guys yeah. and then like kind of making other friends through our friend group has yeah. been like so important yeah. and, and I feel empowering like, and really empowering and yeah. now I feel like a lot of my close friends are gay or are realizing that they are yeah. gay <laughs> what's Kylie <laughs> what's that Kylie Jenner quote like the year of realizing, realizing things. things because I think you literally like are the one who set this all off yeah. and then just it the was Domino's fall. I was very brave to be queer in you 18F. Were. You were. <laughs> yeah. And literally, thanks to you, I, like, kind of came to terms with it. Yeah. Because I was like, Lisa, I had an experience. <laughs> You're, like, one of the first Things people I told. happened to me. Yeah. <laughs> Lisa, help. 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 I was like, I, I, I had some feelings. Yeah, you can hit my DM if you have yeah. questions. <laughs> okay, um, here's the last one. This is kind of long. Mm-hmm. Um, so my girlfriend and I broke up because we were both going through some mental health stuff. We still love each other so much, but she's still pushing me away. I think we're still a really good match, but I think mental health is preventing us from getting, like, progressing back to where we were, like, in our relationship. We've hung out a lot, and we still talk about how we feel, but I don't think that she's doing enough to heal. Should I move on or try to help her? Helping has only hurt me. I think I can speak to this as someone who was in a relationship with someone that has severe mental health issues. Um, and who I, like, at the time, I mean, still do, I don't know, but, like, like, at the time, like, my high school boyfriend and I both had, like, very severe mental health issues, and oftentimes it very much felt like, uh, a relationship of, like, a lot of healing and a lot of rescuing and just, like, pulling each other out of proverbial dark crevasses, Hmm. and so I think, like, I think the last sentence really resonates with me with regards to helping has only hurt me, um, Mm. and I think, like, that is such a hard thing to do when you see someone that you really care about suffering and, like, feel like you can help or you can fix them like I can fix him like Mm -hmm. (laughs) um but ultimately I think like healing I don't know this is like easier said than done but like healing has to come from within and like you can't tell someone that you need to do better be better and like 
the onus is on them to like obviously like there's a difference between like providing support like and like dictating someone's like healing process because like obviously if someone is like struggling you want to be there and like help in a way that like like whether it be like bringing them coffee and like making sure I remember like my ex-boyfriend would be like sleeping through math class and I like because he had like a first period every day and he was just like so depressed that he like wouldn't wake up for it and I was like you are going to fail your class so I would walk to his dorm every day and wake him up and drag him to class which was crazy in hindsight like yeah but I think like I don't know I think like when you are making that judgment of like I don't think she's doing enough to heal like that is you passing a value judgment like on her like process and obviously like you like you have a stake in the game like you want her to get better but I think you have to think about like this is like a shitty thing to say and like I'm trying to like figure out in a way to phrase it as as nicely as possible but like you have to think about like what your stake in the game is do you want it do you want her to get better so you can get back together or do you want her to get better because you genuinely care about her well-being and it's not an either or like I think there's definitely both involved and I assume that that's sort of like how you're feeling but like you have to think about like what your motivation is for wanting to help her and I think like at the end of the day, like healing has to be self-directed. And if you're, if, if one healing, helping her heal is hurting you. And two, you only want her to get better so that you guys can get back together. Like, I just don't think that's the right motivation. I don't know. That's like a heavy topic. Yeah. No, I think that's hard. And I think if you're someone who's dealing with mental health, like yourself, yourself, it can be really, really difficult to also help someone else Mm -hmm. who is dealing with mental health issues. Cause it's like at a certain point, you do have to focus on yourself. Yeah. And if like, as you're saying, like helping is only hurting you, then that's not a healthy relationship to be in. No. And until you're both in a place where you can like be good for each other, Mm -hmm. it might be best to take space, which is super, you know, hard. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. I think the part about like mental health preventing you from progressing back to where you were is like kind of the roadblock scenario where like maybe that, like where you were, isn't who you both are anymore yeah. and like that yeah. doesn't have to be a bad thing it just means that like maybe you're trying to get to this artificial thing that just no longer exists mm-hmm. and like what you were saying if you get rid of the idea of like having to get back into a relationship per se and like you just care about each other and want to get better generally and like yeah. getting rid of that expectation might yeah. be more helpful yeah. yeah I think it's, it's a, a fallacy really you can't be like I want to go back to where we were because like I said like relationships are constantly changing right. it's like always in- like you can't like force yourself to go to walk backwards yeah and like clearly where you were like no offense wasn't good (laughs) because you guys are both struggling with mental health like when you when you emerge or at least emerge partially from like this this period of like struggle like you are not going to be the same person that you are which is a good thing you don't want to be the same person you were if you were struggling you don't want to be that person like right and I I think trying to get back to this place that you're not going to get back to is probably holding you back from looking forward to where you could go bars yeah yeah which is like hard I mean like at least like personally like I when I was like broken up with my high school boyfriend we would like get back together and break up Mm -hmm. again and then we would see each other in these very long convoluted drawn out like extremely emotional experiences where we would get lunch and talk for five hours and like slow dance in a parking lot and then I would text him and be like hey it was really good to see you like I really missed you and he'd be like don't say that like I just Uh can't and I just like I think, like, trying to re-engage in a romantic context when, like, both of you aren't healed is just going to hurt you more. Because, like, thinking about just, like, the way that I, like, regained autonomy fundamentally was being, like, I have to set myself free. Yeah. And, like, 
if he cares for or if, <laughs> if sorry <laughs> whoa <laughs> Freudian slip whoa. but like if if like your partner cares for you in that way and is like also struggling like you have to set yourself free and set them free yeah. and like allow yourself to do like the time and growth and healing that you need and like like I like now I like talk to my ex-boyfriend like we're friends like we just called recently like and I think like I never thought that I would ever be able to be in a place where I could just call him and like talk to him as a friend and like I don't know like again like once I released myself of the expectation that I would get back together with him was truly when I felt that I could reconnect with him hmm. yeah yeah but don't give up it's gonna be okay you just yeah. have to set yourself free yeah focus on yourself yeah keep your chin up king your king. crown is falling <laughs> you got this um, good question. That is a good question. It's really hard. It, yeah. Like, it's not easy. It sucks. <laughs> Makes me sad. I'm sorry to hear that. Wow, this girl's Instagram is really pretty. Yeah. Okay, any last closing thoughts about love? I have, those are all my questions. So I think those we did a great job. Great questions. Thank you, Everton. Uh, thank you to everyone who submitted. Yeah. Oh, lot, lot to think about. Lots lot to think about. A lot of reflections. I love to reflect. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. pop off in therapy this Friday. Yeah. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> I'm going to go insane. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, I think it's such a interesting topic to talk about just because there's so many experiences and nuances and yeah. no one is going to have an identical experience with someone else. And also, like, especially at 20, like, I saw this tweet <laughs> one, or 22, who, <laughs> Um, but like I saw this tweet one time that was like being in your 30s is so crazy because like some of my friends are having kids and I just woke up in a random stranger's apartment yeah. like it just like there's such like a diversity of experiences like even at this age which is like just crazy to think about yeah and like it's just gonna get weirder yeah imagine think, when your friends have kids I mean I think I've been dealing with that now because like almost all of my closest friends are in relationships mm -hmm. which is something that happened like over the last year year yeah. and a half and so, like, I've kind of been grappling with that, where it's, like, it's just very interesting that now all of my close friends have this experience that I fundamentally can't relate to. Yeah. And obviously, sometimes I'm like, hmm, why are they all having this and I am not? Yeah. And, like, every now and then I'll kind of go down that rabbit hole of, like, hmm, what is wrong with me? And, like, yeah. why, why do I not have this? And, like, I think I'm in a place where I'm, like, I'm very happy with who I am and what I'm doing yeah. and all of that. And like, I don't know if I'm necessarily even looking for a relationship, but like, speaking <laughs> of, um, <laughs> but like, oh I don't know. It's just interesting. And I think that's also not representative of like Dartmouth as yeah. a whole, but like having so many people close to me yeah. be going through that. It like definitely makes you think differently about what you should be doing at this stage in your life. So. Yeah. Something that I've been reflecting on a lot. I mean, I think like, the trap that, like, people fall into, like, is, like, that there's, like, developmentally appropriate, like, mm -hmm. stages with love, and I think, like, they're mostly developmentally, I think, like, there are developmentally appropriate milestones with sex, mm -hmm. there are not developmentally appropriate milestones with, like, love, yeah. and I think, like, once you start putting yourself in a race, and, like, staking, like, staking your claim, like, against other people, or, like, staking yourself against other people, like, that is where you fall into, like, pitfalls of, like, insecurity, and, like, feeling like you're not, like, that I haven't like ticked this box or whatever, but like, like you shouldn't be like approaching like love it, it, with like a ticking boxes mentality because like that just means like once again like you're gonna be looking forward to the future and like right. not appreciating what's happening like, oh like I have to like, 
you know, like do this by this. And then like, I don't know, like, I feel like some, I like have this, like, I'm like, I have to get married at like 27 and have my first kid by 31 and da, 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 like whatever, so like not me. I'm just yeah. saying like, yeah. like, like there is like yeah no definitely this narrative. And I think like with that, like, again, you fall into the, the pitfall that my therapist yells at me at where you're like, you're setting yourself these expectations and then you get disappointed and reality doesn't match them yeah. because you're not actually appreciating reality for what it is. Yeah. I feel so like yeah, everyone like in our, our, phase of life is at such different points like I didn't have my first true crush until I was a end of my freshman year of college yeah like just didn't have a crush yeah. and like yeah. I like have gone through like the developmental like phases of like crushes and like first things that like most people go through in like high school in like middle school yeah. and high school like in my four like three college years yeah. and like I mean I feel like maybe, maybe I'm, I'm the only one but I don't think I'm the only one no, like I, I feel like everyone's just at like completely different phases because like we're so young but also old also ancient also ancient true 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 um thank you garrett rawlings you, for garrett shouting rawlings. out our story <laughs> broke for nevada plates i yep. guess that, that is, Wait, that is true <laughs> yeah. that is weird nevada is a weird place um anyway with that i encourage you all to reflect reflect critically on your love lives and finally like i feel like we not a single question other than like perhaps the question that was about like friendship and romance mm. was about friendship, which I was yeah. kind of disappointed about. Love is more than just romantic love. True. Um, you can have very deep and emotion and important and emotional ties with your friends, and like loving your friends is just as important. Um, that's it. <laughs> that's all for now. <laughs> that's all for now. Tune in next love your week. Friends. Yeah, Tune love in. your friends. Love Kiss your friends, friends in the cheek. But if you find yourself making out with your girlfriends when you're drunk <laughs> and you're a girl, shoot me a that- DM. We can have a conversation. <laughs> that means you might that be, means you might be gay you might be gay you might be you gay probably are gay. that's the gay litmus test that's the yeah yep that's if you're you know. like haha i kiss my girlfriends gay maybe yep. maybe probably probably from experience it's suspicious it's it's <laughs> suspicious behavior it's a little suspicious okay we're gonna try to figure out how to stop this recording oh, and I upload think you it just press but then do we have to upload button? it to the drive stop okay bye guys bye guys, bye guys. Oh, that is stopped.